0: Hello, my name is Brian Smith. Welcome to my office. These Darwin's Medicine Seminars are made for strategists in the life sciences industry, Pharma, EdTech, Diagnostics, which I've worked in, researched and written about for over 40 years. My aim is to tell you something that is original and relevant. And If I manage to do that, then please share this seminar with your colleagues, click on like and subscribe. And if you want to know more about my research into the industry, then please get in touch and I'll be glad to have a virtual coffee with you. This seminar is the third in a series of four seminars in which I talk about the human factors that shape strategy. In the first, I spoke about organisational culture. In the second, I spoke about individual commitment to strategy. And in the next, I'm going to talk about individual behaviours. But today, I'm going to talk about cross-functional working and strategy. More than any other industry, bringing a new medicine or medical technology to market is and making it commercially successful needs a vast array of functional skills. From marketing to medical affairs, from market access to regulatory, from sales to government affairs. Commercialization in our industry needs teams of many diverse talents. And that's why all effective firms place a premium on cross-functional working and alignment between functions. I've studied this for decades now, and what i found will surprise you. There is always conflict within cross-functional teams, but there are four different kinds. Academics call negative destructive conflict distributive. It can be explicit, such as creating unnecessarily high compliance barriers before agreeing to help, or it can be implicit, such as withholding important information. But there is also positive, constructive conflict that academics call integrative. Integrative conflict can be active, such as when a colleague builds on your ideas, or negative, such as when a challenge forces you to raise your game. All four kinds of conflict pervade all organisations. Leaders can't eradicate conflict, but they can change the balance between um, different types of conflict and towards the more positive integrative conflict. If you want your cross-functional team to have a more positive conflict and less negative conflict, it helps to understand where conflict comes from. I explain this in a supporting article, but you can think of it as a cause and effect model. What we perceive and experience shapes our feelings, and our feelings influence our behaviour, including how we conflict. So, when we perceive things around us negatively, we are more inclined to conflict in a distributive negative way. And of course, if we perceive things around us positively, we tend to conflict in a positive, integrative way. This might seem obvious to you, but it's useful in practice because it helps us to understand what experiences lead to different behaviours. In my research, I studied the antecedents of positive and negative conflict. In other words, the organisational factors that shape conflicting behaviour and tip the balance between good and bad conflict. There are seven such factors which I describe more fully in the supporting article. Some are to do with physical working arrangements, such as sharing the same office. Others are to do with management processes, such as how targets are set. Still others are cultural, such as social status of different functions. But importantly, all of these things can be managed and that's what good companies do. They arrange the antecedents to tip the balance, reducing distributive conflict and increasing integrative conflict. They do this by pulling seven different kinds of lever that shape the antecedents and so change people's feelings and so change their behaviour. These include things like setting targets for each function that depend on other functions achieving their goals and allowing enough time for different functions to understand what their colleagues are trying to do. Again, the levers are described in more detail in the supporting article but most of them don't require major changes in the organisation. So there are three important things to take away from this seminar. First, pharma and medtech companies depend on cross-functional working. Second, cross-functional working always involves conflict, but some of it is good. Third, if you, you can tip the balance between good and bad conflict by making some small, subtle changes in how you run the company. Thanks for joining my seminar. If you found it interesting, then please share with your colleagues. If you'd like to read the supporting article about um cost functional working then please send me an email if you'd like to present browse any of the 300 papers articles and books i've written about amnesty then please look at my website in the links below and if you'd like to talk about my how my research can help you improve your competitive capabilities just send me an email and we can set up a coffee i'd love to hear from you